Ciao tutti. Um, let's get, let's get right into it. This ep- Milan guys podcast episode 29. Uh, lost my voice a little bit here. That was just uh, embarrassment of the game of the sport. I think what we just witnessed there. Um, thank you for those who are joining in right now with TMG, Marco and Umbi. Ciao guys. Um, What's up everyone? Like, honestly, uh, I think, you know, it could have been like, there's millions of people watching that match today, Milan Inter and millions of people around the world. And it could have been such a better match. It was a good match for the first 30 minutes. Ibra scores a beautiful goal and Lukaku goes crazy, tries to fight five guys for, he goes crazy for 10 minutes and no punishment is awarded. Um, and then Ibra clipped the heels that he didn't even clip him. He didn't even touch him, gets a second yellow that changes the match. And then that goes to VAR, calls a rigore for Inter, that ties the match, and then a foul on Latour Martinez, which is a very controversial. He clipped his self. Maybe Meta got a foot in there, but and then Erickson scores a free kick and nice with Inter. Freaking uh, Inter players are celebrating that they won the World Cup after a farce of a match like that. Uh, I'll go to Umbi first. Just what? What's your take? Like, what's what's going on? Uh, we were just chatting about it, but yeah. So obviously, um, like I said earlier, it's better that we lost in the Coppa Italia like this rather than in the league. Like, yeah, we play Inter in what the after in the fourth game. Yeah, they play. Who does Milan plays? Bologna, Crotone, Spezia, and then Inter right away. So you know, I guess it's um, you worry a little less about Coppa Italia now. It's not even that you make a lot of revenue. You know, that's like an extra it's an extra three games that you play, like right in between crucial matches. So it could be a blessing in disguise. But then again, like you always want to add as many trophies as possible to the trophy cabinet. But a big shout out to, to Ciprian Tatarusano. Like that guy played out of it. If it wasn't for him today, we would have easily lost 4 or 5-1. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed at the end, the total shots stat, like Inter had 24 shots, like 13. 14 on net Milan was one for four like obviously in a game like that unless you have Jose Mourinho as your coach like shithousing victories like that you're not gonna win a game and it's it is what it is for Milan you can't win you can't win when Ibra gets sent off in the whatever the yeah but then you have a donkey like that who gets who knows the most important player on the team and he does that okay but what yeah sure but that's that's not a second yellow in the middle of the field and he didn't even actually didn't even clip the, he didn't even clip the heels so that means that Lukaku how does Lukaku not escape punishment then how does he escape punishment for wanting to fight four four or five guys and going after Romagnoli after a, an average challenge how do you escape punishment there but an Ibra gets a second yellow it's like that that match again we tweeted on the Milan guys we don't like to say the referee lost the match there but the referee took the control of the match and made the match about him I think that's we can agree on that. He made the match about him. He didn't. He. This was a just poorly officiated match. It honestly looked like we were playing Juventus, um, and it was just. I, I don't know. I, I'm so angry seeing that. And Milan got one foul in 45 minutes. Like every bit of contact Inter got is a foul. Every bit of contact Milan got, it wasn't a foul. And then that, you got to be consistent. Then um, I don't know. I, I'll talk to you. We'll bring over TMG Marco. What do you think? A lot of viewers here, guys. Please talk in the live chat. We'll have a chat. We'll uh, we'll show your comments on the screen, and let's just talk about it. Please ask us questions. Yes, guys, feel free to message us. Um, where do I start, guys? I'm livid. I'm disappointed. Uh, any game, especially when you play against Inter, I'm you know I expect Milan to win. I hate losing against them, and you saw like the energy that the players brought today. They wanted to win, and. Uh, as soon as Ibra got that red card, I knew it was over. Knew it. Like, there was no chance because, you know, with the midfield that we had with Kessie and Miete, there was, it was very hard to end up, you know, beating Inter in the first place. But that red card really killed us. And, yeah, I don't like to blame the ref, but – and I, I don't blame the ref. I just think in the circumstances of every, how everything was, I think we were just unlucky again. Here came off Ibra red card. We didn't have our key players again, and key players just came off. And that's what I just hate seeing. And, uh, of course, Inter controlled the game, you know, with their midfield compared to ours. But, you know, with the subs that came on, even with Rebic, he didn't do much. And um, you can't blame Rebic or any of the guys who came in because we were just, you know, playing on the counter at this point. So 
I, you know what? I, I do have to say, next derby in February, um, is it? yeah, February 21st, I expect a massive game. If you thought, if fans thought this game was massive and was crazy, the 21st is going to be insane. So, yeah, Luca, if you don't mind me just jumping in right now, um, you know, obviously, like me, the three of us spoke uh, with, yeah, with Michele before the match, and we were thinking, like, is it better? I, I remember you also asked the question here with the TMG account. Is it better to go all out, you know, win the game? Try. Obviously, if if you win, it looks like a great, great move by by Padre Pioli there because, you know, it's all about winning. Who cares if it's a Colpata? You just destroyed your rivals again. You're going to go into part three of that match having beaten Inter twice already. But then, see, you get examples like this where, you know, Milan were playing phenomenal. I don't want to say phenomenal. But they played well. They were playing well enough to lead. And then it just blows up in your face like that with, with three questionable calls. And then, yeah, now people start thinking, oh, why did Pioli risk injuries? Why now, like, how long is Kier going to be out for? Like, why why would Ibra do something like that? Like, why throw Mete into the fire there? But I got to say one positive thing out of this game, Fikayo Tamari. Like, thank God Lampard was still the coach. I was still the manager when we were able to get him because I think Thomas Tuchel going in right now is probably screaming and pulling his hair right now thinking, why do I have Kurt Zuma and Andreas Christensen as my center backs? Well, as well as also Thiago Silva. But I could have also had someone like Fikayo Tomori. To go on with uh, what you said, and it's a great question, like you, uh, like our – you know, the question here, I think Tomori was the best player of the game and with Kessie as well. I think Kessie, you know, this, despite the loss, I think Tomori and Kessie were the best players and Tata. But it just shows you now with Musaccio out, we have a reliable defender. Because now with Kier being injured, who knows if he's going to be back anytime soon. At least I feel confident having Tomori there with Romagnoli. Gabia's out. So it's gonna to have to be Tamori and Romagnoli, and I, you know, after that, after today, seeing them together, I'm confident. So I'm happy to see that another bright spot. So I'm just gonna to go to the chat here. So Arnold said, uh, Arnold said that uh, he, you know, like he can't be bothered playing Juve twice. Me too. Probably the same thing that happened today. The referee being on their side. Um, Liam says the referee ruined the match. He was at the Garibra. Who knows who went down in the tunnel? City official ruining the game. Honestly, Liam, I can't agree more. Like City officials. They've talked about it for many years to bring in officials who aren't Italian to Serie A because you know, the, that second half looked almost paid off. I, I hate saying it, but it did. That was that was atrocious. It was, it was just awful. I was watching with some. I was watching. I was talking on the phone with some people who are not Milanese, not Interisti, and they even said themselves that that was a tough match to watch. Um, and and it was just it wasn't good for the average viewer either. Like I mean. If there's people around the world, there's billions of people watching, or millions of people watching this match, and it was a terrible match um, for the average viewer, too, even for the neutral. They don't want to see Ibra get sent off. They don't want to see Milan sit with 11 guys behind the ball for 30 minutes and Inter being scoring from uh, Rigore, which is also debatable. Uh, but yeah, and then the football XX says he might have lost a game, but Tomori, that's like uh, Umbi said, uh, they couldn't score from open play. Yeah, they couldn't. They had to get a and a cheap free kick. And I don't know if you guys see a video of that, um, that Lautaro Martinez, the foul on Lautaro Martinez. He actually kicked his own leg out. It's actually like, I just watched it again. Awful. Um, like it was a dive, to be honest with you. Like it was a dive. And yeah. Um, yeah. So, Franco and um, Umberto, listen, man. And you brought up a great point. That, those two incidents with the penalty and that free kick. Just shows you how corrupt Serie A is, and you know what? I see Juventus fans, Inter fans, always telling, uh, you know, on Twitter especially that Milan fan, fans always complain, always complain. You know, we always get penalties, but they they're missing the big point. Like today shows another perfect example of like how corrupt the league is. You saw with Barella, he was already falling to the ground, like he was on his way to the ground before you know uh, Liao was even getting to him, which. To me, it was bizarre because the referee didn't hesitate at all and called the penalty, and that's ridiculous. You, the guy is faking it, made it look amazing, and, of course, Eric, he calls it the penalty, but then you see that free kick to put the icing on top of the cake, and he hits his own foot, calls you know, with Erickson, 
you know, no matter what, even if he's playing like shit, he's going to score those free kicks. And and they score it, of course. And it just shows you, like, you cannot have these referees making these decisions ruining the game. If anything, we could have been one nothing, and we would we would have advanced, you know? Like, yeah. I just think it's ridiculous. I don't know. I think, and then I guess go like Liam also said, the red cards are used for malicious tackles, goal scoring opportunities lost, and now it's physical contact in the middle of the park. And Liam, I don't know if you watched the replay. Zlatan actually didn't touch his ankle. He didn't. He didn't touch it. Even if he did clip his ankle, it's not a second yellow. Like that's just I don't know. I've seen it so many times. Where's the accountability? And then the ref goes off hurt, which is hilarious. But um, and Arnold said this this point is Latam, but it's not bad that we lost. Yeah, sure, that's a good point too. We talked about that. Uh, and Ben Asser is coming back for Bologna on the weekend, or not? Um, Liam said here too that Inter won through a penalty and a free kick and through ten men. Like and Conte, and they, they're like celebrate. Like that's kind of embarrassing. They were like celebrating and stuff like that, like in our face at the end. Like man, like you guys won against a ten man team with a, a penalty and a free kick on a foul that wasn't a foul. So. I, I can't be mad at, at Milan. Like the, there shouldn't be any Milanisti who are mad at the, at the the squad today. In my opinion, I, I hope you guys agree with that. Like I mean, I, I we played well. We were playing well until until um all the the crap started to happen, mm-hmm. and it and even Liam said, "Okay, it was fixed." Like it, and then yeah. I have friends messaging me who like are like Premier League fans saying that that was a terrible match. It looks bad for Calcio. This match sets Calcio back. Because it doesn't happen in England. It doesn't. That that doesn't happen. Like there, there's some. It's just so. Cool. I don't know. There, there's some pretty fishy. No, it no, was just a, it was an unlucky game. It was no, a very unlucky. Okay, unlucky is one call, but three different call, four different call. Then Milan. Every time Milan got, had contact against them, there was no call. It was play on. Yeah, it was yeah. I saw yeah. Um, what yeah, what football XX was saying. Something I noticed our players don't protest against VAR and as well Miko 35, like RT that like that's one of the first things that I learned growing up playing soccer and hockey. Like if you think something is a call, you protest. Like if you think in hockey, for example, if you have if if you think you scored a goal, you're right at the net. You make sure you celebrate, you put your hands up, you make sure you change the ref's decision. Like that's yeah, why that's why Conte yeah. is such a good coach, man. Because all the players buy into his philosophy. Like Pioli, yeah, I, I can't. I being a clown, but not even that, man. Conte has won trophies everywhere he's gone. Hopefully, he doesn't win one with Inter. But the guy, the guy has a reputation, and you know the he has he has that sort of that persuasion per se. That everyone's just gonna listen to him because of because of his status, and I think that's what Milan players need to do more. They just gotta excuse my language, but they gotta just like biatch and complain, like they just gotta go on the ground. That's unfortunately that's what soccer is. That's now. not us though. That's not that's not our DNA to do that. That's not. Hey, that's soccer now. That's football now, guys. I, I know, but I don't know. And then I see like football. Let's just talk about the about the penalty. Barella was falling before that penalty. Actually, if you look at the slow motion, it looks like wow, that's a clear that's a clear penalty. Leal didn't actually make contact with his foot. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it again. You and you wonder. We see these things. We see the same when they go to VAR. The fans and TV see the exact same picture the referee sees. So we see the exact same thing. How can you look at that and not take an extra look? Take an extra minute to take a look and make sure you're getting the right call because it's a Coppa Italia, it's a tournament, um, and and like. Uh, and like Liam put here another comment, this is a major turn. Like, imagine you paid, sit in the crowd, and the referee takes the game upon himself and destroys the match. If Milan, if Milan Inter, if Milan, if Inter came back and beat us 2 1, I'd be angry, obviously. I mean, I lost, but it's okay. We lost to the better team on Saturday. We lost to the better team. That's it. Yeah, I don't like to blame the referees for losing. I hate it because you know it's a hard job, but you have the VAR, you have the, the technology that if you make a mistake. You can fix it. That's why they have the technology there. And a match like today felt like Milan-Juve of the last three or four years. Yeah. Honestly. And like, I yeah. don't know, you guys remember that match, uh, Milan-Juve 1-1, the Shiglio handball, 96 minute? Remember that? Yeah. It, was that the same? Yeah. 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 It wasn't. Uh, no, it wasn't Valeri, I don't think. No, it might have been. Let me see. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm pretty I'll sure. I'll look yeah. it up right now. And that's, when San, that's when Sandro made the exact same, did the exact no, no, same thing. No, was that the no, next no. game? No, Sandro was like two years ago. De Chilio was like four years ago. 
Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Your shoe, I think it was 2017. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to look it up right yeah, now. You know, I, as we're speaking right now, I have other friends messaging me, uh, Juventini, uh, Napoli fans, and they're messaging me how uh, like corrupt that game was. It was because a terrible match. They, it was. They said, a good point my friend made. They said that that red card for Ibra was made out of a pure emotion from the referee. The referee exactly. was waiting for that incident to happen. Any slight thing that Ibra did, like the slightest, even though, okay, if he did clip him, that's not a second yellow. He was waiting for that opportunity at a pure emotion because he was waiting for Ibra just to give him a red. And to me, that is ridiculous. That is awful on his part. You know, it could have been a, an amazing game if Ibra stayed really, in. Really, two, two, three, three. Who knows? But like doing that is just an awful thing to do. And the referee, and that's the thing, you cannot ref a game at a pure emotion. No, and that's what I think the referee did a lot. That's see, what the referee did. See, and that's why. Um, like a, we're North American, so I'm going to talk about North American comparisons. But um, you just like obviously you see teams get screwed by calls in every single sport. But there's there's a there's a thing there's there's two different things. One there's one side of it where you get screwed by a call in calcio, football, hockey, basketball, getting screwed by a call. That's one thing. But for everything to go against you, and for the referee, for me, I like when a referee any sport is consistent. So. Yeah. If you're gonna yeah. call, um, for example, like when Teo was in the air with Barella, and they and and Teo wins the header, but he bodies him a bit. If you're gonna let that go, let it go all game. If you're going to call that a foul, then call it a foul all game. Just for example, consistency is big, and the fact that Milan got one foul call in 45 minutes, that's in like and, and like Liam and Liam, I'm totally agreeing with you. Like. When you get beat by a better team, it's a learning process, but to get the game stolen from you is outrageous. That's a, a, a beautiful sentence, beautifully written. And City officials, and guys, we're not the only fan base here talking about City officials. Oh, my God. I think <laughs> in Italy, and you guys can agree with this, this, the officials are talked about more than the match a lot. Yeah. And you, again, I don't want to, I don't want to say we, lo we lost a game because of the, the referee. But today, when Inter can't score a goal from open play, we did. We we lost the match because of the referee today, and and I hate to say it, but you know what? In in the end, maybe you'll maybe we'll get some better luck in the uh, in the derby in Syria in what three weeks, four weeks. But uh, yeah, but I, honestly, Hopefully. honestly though, I don't know if you saw at the end of the match there, guys. But Kessie like body checked Alexis yeah. Sanchez. Yeah, great hit, great hit by the way, great hit. Yeah, um, like yeah. if he was playing hockey, shoulder to shoulder, great hit. Um, yeah, get get in their heads for the next actually, time they play. Actually, did you see the hit that Rebic put on Barella? Yeah, like I I was liking it at the end. Like you know what? Yeah, you're down. All this bullshit yeah. that's occurred. You know, you agree with it, you disagree with it. Exactly. Who cares? I think I'm just. Re I was just reading a tweet like 10 minutes ago. Uh, you know, like a very popular guy in the Milan Twitter uh, community, Samo. He was saying that the winner of the Coppa Italia gets less than two million euros. So in the end, what? That's an extra three games, a potential chance of injury. You don't really – yeah, okay, it's nice. Like I said earlier, you get a trophy. But in the end, Milan right now needs money. <laughs> like you don't really need like a trophy yeah. that can be thrown away. If you can if you can risk not winning a trophy and getting $2 million, but because there's a chance of you winning Europa League, win, uh, gaining a place in the season, You uh, you glitched out a bit there. Hello. Yeah, Yo, you hear me? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good now. Yeah. You glitched out on the last part there. Oh, um, yeah. Maybe even a dream come true. They win the league. Knock on wood that I didn't. I didn't jinx it. Right, hopefully. Um, but hey, you know what? I guess this is uh, this is just a learning experience for all the players. Like you know, you learn more from your losses than you do from your wins. You're you're right. But today, what do you say as a coach? It, it, what, what do you, do you say, say as a coach? What do you As say? a coach, you just go into the change room, you look at your guys, and you say, look, in Italian, you say, this is questa na merda. Like, <laughs> this is utter, this is terrible. This is utter crap. But like, like, I think the players know deep down that it was, that yeah, it wasn't a well, properly officiated game. Well, the reason why I talked about that Kessie hit at the end, I don't know if you saw that, but at the end of the match, you can go rewatch it if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, it was like at the Kessie, 99th and oh, like yeah, with, yeah. with 40 seconds left. Yeah, Kessie hit Sanchez, and then right when the ref blew the whistle in the match, Kessie looked back at him, gave him like the dirtiest look ever, and just walked off. 
Yeah. They just got, walked off. And and listen, Pioli is a man of class. We know that, yes. right? Classy man. He Father. will never he will never come out and say the referee was god awful. No. However, never. you don't think him and Maldini are talking right now, and Gazidis are talking about how disgusting that that match was. Of course they are, because Milan Ibra had a beautiful goal in the first half. We played a good. It was a back and forth. Good, good, good football. It was good. It, it, was, it was good. Calcio the first thirty-five minutes, and then those two donkeys started Honestly, going at each other. I'm not even sure Inter fans can can disagree with with how the match went. Like I feel like they would probably say the same thing. Is that is that that they didn't want the match to be like that? They wanted a fair a fair match with with no red cards that weren't deserved. And and you just got to think about it. Lukaku, I even said about the halftime. I, I tweeted on the Milan guys. Lukaku should have been sent off. You can't. And I actually tweeted, Balotelli, Higuain are two guys I remember. One, Balotelli went after, the, was yelling at the referee against Napoli like six years ago. Got a three-match ban. Okay. Number two, Higuain. I remember against Juve, he went crazy and got a three-match ban on a red card. So Lukaku, who gets shoulder-to-shoulder contact with Romagnoli, just an average challenge, nothing crazy, gets up, tries to fight him, and then Ibra says, what, he chirps him? Wow, who cares? And then he goes to fight everybody else, slapping everybody's arm around him, and, and his teammates to hold him back, the inter-staff to hold him back, the Milan players were holding him back. That's not worth that, that. You don't get sent off for that, but you get sent off for a clip in the heels, which you didn't even do in the middle of the field. How? Tell me and, where where's well, Justin... That's the thing. Just, the referee just gave Ibra the red out of pure emotion. I honestly think the referee had something against Ibra. Uh, you, you have to have something against Ibra to give him a red card there. And okay, guys, it, it was Orsato. Orsato versus Juve a couple of years ago. Orsato. He, 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 yeah, but he's part of the Juve team too. So Yeah, Orsato. Isn't Orsato the, the number six on the that XI of Juve referees? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> where Val- and Valeri is like the number 10. He's a Gista. The Gista is yeah. uh, uh, Orsato, uh, Rizzoli, Valeri, and then Valeri, Valeri pulls up with a with a hamstring injury or groin. That was injury. hilarious. That what? was peak. That was no, peak no, comedy no, at that, that point. Was, that was peak calcio. But like, you know what? For Ten minutes. Yeah. At, you know what, Liam? You know what Liam said here? If Nesta was playing today, he'd be sent over. Oh, game. oh Man, yeah. So Nesta would have gone. You're not, you're not allowed to defend anymore. You can't touch anybody anymore. There's no, no even shoulder to shoulder contact contact gets yeah. called. If yeah. you win if you win the ball in the final third on the other, in the opponent's end, it's mostly a foul if you don't touch him. It's the game, and that's I tweeted on the Milan guy. I said this game is dead if that's a second yellow card on Ibra because so you get a yellow card. Okay. You have a caution. But if you have one little like foul in the middle of the field, that's not a that's that that's that's something that can like a red card in in uh in calcio in soccer football changes the whole match. Obviously, yeah. a red card is 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 um more detrimental. It's more detrimental and more than it's a men- it's a mental thing. Yeah, but more than any other sport because oh, one yeah. penalty call in a football in an American football game in a hockey game. Yeah, I could change a match, but there's also a chance where it can't change anything. You know what I mean? Like you just move on from it. Like for example, you know, we're, I'm you're uh, you're coaching out. We're uh, we're Canadians. So I'll say hockey. When a bad penalty is called, you can kill off the power play, and the game's back five on five, right? So it could change the game, but you can uh, you can build off of it. In culture, you can't. You can't build off of ten men. You have to. Then you, you you're playing with a man down. You have tired midfielders. You got Kessie who plays every game ninety minutes, and he was a beast today. Still, in my opinion, um, but it's it's brutal. And Liam Football XX and, and Liam, um, it's bad. And and all this crap. We've actually forgotten that we lost Simon Kier to injury in, in the beginning of the game. And who knows what his condition is? Not sure. Um, has anybody read anything about it yet? I'm looking as of now. I don't see anything, but I think we'll be updated in the next few hours. But uh, yeah, as of now, nothing. But I, I'm seeing Inter fans saying that those calls today were legit, and it's that's <laughs> what. I, how, how do you say it's legit? Like that's what's frustrating. And now I'm rewatching. Someone did a frame by frame with the penalty. It is. I will show you guys later on, but it is hilarious how Barella was already going to the ground. It just amazes me. And then you see the ref go to VAR. Doesn't like spend maybe a minute or two. Spends maybe ten seconds. Boom. He, he points to the spot. That is where it is wrong completely. 
Like you can't, you got to spend some time at least. Like these guys and also in the room, they can go frame by frame by frame. So if they can go frame by frame and we're seeing it right now that it, he dove on the ground already, what are those guys doing in the box? If Like are they going frame by frame? By frame? I just think it's ridiculous. I, I'm yeah. still living. I'm, I'm living. Yeah, I'm living too. And, and Jordan, uh, for one, so thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it. A little late. Um, but Tatroshanu, uh, Umbi actually mentioned him. Fantastic match. Man of the match for Milan. Um, I think he played a great match. And I think that he kind of, uh, ever since that one mistake against Roma, he's actually been pretty good since. So um, I hope he's a good backup option. I mean, I wish we had Donnarumma, but you can't, you can't, yeah. fault, you can't fault Tatroshanu for not saving a penalty and a beautiful free kick. Yeah, so, no, exactly. Um, yeah, they didn't even come from open yeah. play. Exactly. Like, and uh, Liam said, do you think the absence of fans are free and these referees making yes. decisions? I, 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 yes. I, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. For sure. um, I think, because you know why though, because if, if it's a, you know, Milan Torino and, you know, Milan's at home, you know, if there's a foul, you hear the whistling and stuff like that, ah, the referee might say, okay, you know what? Foul, foul. But with no fans, you hear, um, and it's funny on TV, you can hear the coach yell and you hear like some players on the bench yelling sometimes too and stuff like that. Um, you know, you hear that, but I think fans do make a difference, especially in Calcio, especially in Italy. Uh, I, again, mm -hmm. like I said, the officials are, are talked about more than the match. So, um, I, do, what would you guys? Let me ask you, and, and just to get to this, uh, Miko. So I'm watching read from the last foul. Uh, the inter, yeah, he yeah, yeah, Miko. Um, on Twitter, we actually we quoted the video. He literally kicked the grass and fell like like uh, Mite. He didn't even Mite didn't even touch him. And and Jordan Mite to talk about him was absolutely horrendous today. Um, I didn't like him at all. Uh, it sucks that he played a bad match, but again, I didn't really notice him being too bad until it was late. So I don't know. And Barada did go down early. Uh, he was actually falling before the challenge came in. Leao's leg, Leao's foot actually didn't touch his foot. If you actually look at it closely again, and you have to get those calls right, but. Okay, but so even if you call a penalty, the red car shouldn't have had like, and Liam put in you get a, a first car for a verbal, and then your second for an ankle kick. That that's what that's what a, a sending off is now these days. Is is a sport dead? Um, I don't know. I just I, that makes me angry. But let me ask. Uh, let me ask everybody who's listening this and just talk, just comment in the chat, and we'll and we'll discuss it. Do you think that? Um, do you think that a city officials in Syria? What what's your thoughts on bringing in foreign city officials, not Italian, um, for bias purposes and stuff like that? Like, what uh, ask Umbi or Marco, or, or in, say it in the chat too. What, what do you guys think about that, uh, Marco? You want to go first? Sure. Uh, I would think that's a great idea. At this point, we've seen it for so many years how corrupt these uh, referees are. Ridiculous calls that ruin games. And it just shows, like, the past almost – it could be almost 10 years that Juventus have been winning. It, 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 that's a sign right there that something is wrong. And we've seen, like, a couple of years where Juve get these calls and that helped them end up winning the league. And, like, today is another instance. So I think if I can have a French or German referee, I would take them in a heartbeat at this point because, like, today there is favoritism in the league and there is referees in the league that – ref with um with feelings with emotions so you can't have that as a referee you got to be very you know non-biased and these referees in Serie A, i think they're the most dramatic uh people i've ever met in my life they should be in a drama show or something because they're in the wrong field of business i'm better to go ahead man because these referees are ridiculous go ahead yeah um yeah, I honestly, like, you could see it as, as something necessary to be done. I really don't think it is. Like, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, the refs, the refs, uh, in a game like this, the refs are to blame. Like, they're the reasons Milan, yeah, they're the reasons Milan lost today, but I don't think it'll make a huge difference really bringing in a French, bringing in a French, look at Platini. Platini, the most corrupt person in the world. Like, I think it's just you stick with the Italians. You pray to God that they start becoming smarter. Like we've we've seen now, Italians this past ten years have been ridiculously stupid. So you know, hopefully, hopefully they start getting a little smarter. Maybe they need North American NFL refs over there, some hockey refs to line up everybody. 
Yeah, honestly, I would be happy with a North American ref at this point, even though I don't think they're the greatest, but I'll take the North American refs. You, 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 at this point, anyone's better. I could ref a city out game, and I'll do a better job. I'm just, I'm just looking at Pioli's press conference here. He said, like, that you know, the the difference in the match was that we had 10 men, uh, you know, 11 11 was an open match. Um, he said he's positive and he's confident for the future. I mean, he's a classy man. He knew he was going to say something like that, right? Um, but just looking at the comments, you know, Liam says, bring in foreign officials, amazing idea. Uh, Lieben says, I'm really, really pissed off. We uh, are too, brother. He says, I'm all for no, there's no downside. They know understand Italian. A lot of those guys in the field speak English anyway. Who cares? Yeah, um, like that's not really a huge reason. I've forgotten what sport with me when one of the referee cannot ref a match where they reside or, or are from. Um, yeah, like, referee, uh, World Cup, Champions League, Europa League, you know, yeah, all so like the, the big tournaments like that. So, like, could you say that? Could you, like, uh, obviously, it should be biased. I'd, love to, I'd love to see what professionals think about that idea. Why? I know, I'd love to hear what professional, like, what the board, what the Serie A board would think about that idea. Like if yeah. they'd laugh it off or if they'd actually consider it. Yeah. Because, you know, and in, in yeah. the end it could. And uh, and when Liam, Liam's talking about the bench, that honestly, Liam, no, like it's hard because uh, like a third of our players are hurt. I, I was, I was going to mention that. Like you Whoa. go look at Inter's bench and obviously, yeah, Milan had a lot of guys injured. You know, we would have had like still like, also yeah. our, our, we had four starters not playing, potentially even five if you want to argue Calabria is a stapled in starter. Yeah. He is like yeah. So five, we're missing five starters. Yeah, exactly. And and you know what? I'm looking at the bench. Who was available? Tonali was Tonali. No, Tonali wasn't available. He was Tonali hurt. wasn't available. And then Manzukic hurt. We yeah. had Hauga. We had to put in Tomori. We had to put in Tomori, who just he 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 didn't even train as a start. He didn't he didn't warm up as a starter. He didn't even have a warm up because Kia got hurt and he had to go on right away. Hey, he played he played stupendous yeah, though. He, he saved a few goals. I think I think I think I think we're gonna redeem him if he starts playing if he plays like that. There's no. You think you think they're gonna redeem uh, Mate Mate or no, however no. even has his name? No, uh, I don't think we should get him. I like we've seen him with Antalanta Inter. Listen, as a player, you got to play the big games, and he didn't play well against Antalanta, and he didn't play well against Inter. And honestly, I think I yeah. prefer Tonali over Miete. Oh, any obviously, day. obviously. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I'd love to know something here. Hold on. How did Lukaku get man of the match? What did he do? <laughs> what did he do? Uh, if I was like, for what did he do? What did he do? Dude, it's it's like hockey. He energized everyone up after that little after that little skirmish. He he wanted to fight six players. No, yeah. you have to give it either. If you wanted to say an interplayer got man of the match, you got to give it to like Borrello or Vidal, Lukaku. Yeah. Like, Lukaku, Lukaku didn't do anything. Yeah, Lukaku, Lukaku bricked Lukaku. so many chances. An another topic now, and we don't know really what went on. There's rumors, and we heard a little bit, but what exactly was said between Ibra and Lukaku? Because I, I actually, I'm actually reading it right now. The I think the Gazeta dello Sport just posted. I'm going to read it to you guys. Okay. Okay. So Ibrahimovic said, um, "Go and do your crap rights elsewhere," and he called him a donkey. But I don't know. What, I, don't, I don't know what crap rights means. I don't know if that's like a. I think that's a bad translation. Maybe I have no idea what that means. But so he basically said like you're a donkey. You know, just like stupid chirps. And then uh, Lukaku said, "Come on, we'll meet in the locker room." And then uh, and and Zlatan said, "Go call your mother and go do your crap voodoo." So I guess is is that is that something that Lukaku does? Is he a voodoo guy? I have no idea. And then and then. Uh, I'm not going to swear, but Lukaku said that he would um, be sexual with him and his wife, I think, oh something like that. And then and then uh, he said, are we talking about your mother? She's a, a, a B word. And then uh, he was like yelling. That, that was what the that was what uh, Gazette Little Sport picked up during the um, during the altercation. But I just don't. Like I, I just don't see how Lukaku can stay on the field after that. Like I, I was actually saying at halftime, like maybe Conte should take him off because he might go out and hurt someone. Um, but he misses the next match against Juve anyway, Lukaku. But it's just I look at and the Hakimi, bro. Hakimi, they're gonna get swept. Yeah, 
Yeah, and you were playing Spal, the mighty Spal in Serie B in, quarter, in the quarterfinals. So, yeah, when when does Coppa Italia take place? What, February? I don't know. 13th uh, and 20th? Is, is Juve tomorrow? When's it? Oh, you got Napoli Spezia on Thursday. And next week, the other matches. But I don't know. I just think that I'm just trying to read some Twitter comments here and just see what everybody's saying. Um, I mean, everybody's kind of in, in uh, agreement that Tomori was uh, very impressive. So that's always nice. Um, but, and then it's like, and then um, Daniele Longo is saying that he's tweeting Italian that without Chilinoglu, Milan are a different squad. And it's very true. It's and me and Umbi Rush talking about it a couple of days ago that without Chelanoglu, you can tell there's a difference. Like I'm not I'm not bashing Brahim because I like him a lot. But Chelanoglu is a player that's extremely important to this Milan starting lineup. And, yeah, exactly. and I, I think that, you know, hopefully he I mean, he's been out for what almost two weeks with COVID. So hopefully he tests negative this week and we can have him from Bologna. Because you know what? Push this Coppa Italia match aside. Um, who cares what the you know what me and me and TMG Mike and Marco were talking about this a couple of days ago. If we used to care about the Coppa Italia more because we were in seventh place in Serie A, so we'd care about the Coppa Italia more. But we're in a Champions League fight. We I don't care as much about the Coppa Italia. For those who are watching, comment on here if you agree or disagree. Like what for me, like I obviously it's Inter. I, I wanted to win this match, but if you lose, you know what. You take the positives and keep going because we're in a we're in a fight now. But when we were in sixth or seventh place, I wanted the Coppa Italia because if you win it, you get to go to Europa League just in case you don't make it in the league. So, what are your thoughts on that? I'll go to TMG Marco. What are your thoughts on that? On the just Coppa Italia, um, I, listen. You know, I would love to win Coppa Italia just to get silverware. But at this point, I we need to make Champions League, and that's the focus. And uh, I'm disappointed that we're out already, but. You know what? I would love to win Europa. I would rather win Europa over Coppa Italia. Um, and uh, I, and Serie A is the most important. So top four, I just think in today's perspective, you got to win. And listen, I'm not going to be – I can't be too disappointed. But, you know, at least we have two other trophies we can still win. So I'm just going to stick with that because, you know, Coppa Italia, like you just said, once we're in seventh, eighth place, that's the trophy you got to win. But in our situation, we got Europa still, and we're in first place in Serie A. So that's the focus. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly like Marco said. Obviously, it was a big priority for us uh, when Milan was crap, uh, when they needed, uh, when they didn't even think that they could get a Europa League spot, like uh, up until like <laughs> two, three years ago. But hey, man, like I said earlier, there are bigger and better things ahead. If Milan can sacrifice uh, potentially winning this, uh, if they can sacrifice this Coppa for, for, hey, for uh, a Europa League trophy, for a Scudetto, I'm all for it. Um, in which I think, like I said, uh, potentially... Yeah, it saves a lot of minutes uh, on their players' legs, you know, yeah. some more time to rest. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I see Jordan's kind of saying that, like, you know, you can't, yeah. you got to move on from this, from this, and you can't let, you know what, but Jordan, honestly, we didn't, uh, he makes card, sense. No, makes but, sense. no, but to that red car, we didn't play bad. We played a good match. We actually responded well from that Atalanta defeat on Saturday. Um, top four is a must. Obviously, the Scudetto, like, guys, if we're being honest with ourselves, right, in August, if I would have said, okay, guys, Halfway through the season, we're going to be two points up in City A. Would you take that? Yes, right. No, you, would, you would say you, you know, you, you would say I was crazy, right? You, you wouldn't. We had expectations this year, but you didn't have expectations of battling for the Scudetto. We had top four aspirations, but we need to make it top four. We need to keep. We have three very winnable matches. We have Bologna away, Crotone at home, Spezia away. And those Bologna and Spezia home, uh, matches that away are very tricky. They can be very tricky and very difficult. And those are matches that Milan in the past have drew 1-1, drew 0-0, drew freaking 2-2 with the two penalties conceded. Yeah. Um, and you know what, though? A lot of these matches, we're getting too many red cards. We have to stop. Even with Salamakos and like that, that game got scary because Salamakos got sent off after five minutes of coming on. Um, you know, I can tell you what. 
I can tell you what, uh, it's going to be an interesting alternative commentary video for sure. I think uh, <laughs> that, that video is going to be pretty good for this for these match highlights that has happened today. But again, three winnable matches. We have to come out. We have to come out firing. Like, obviously, Ibra, he gets a red card. So what? He's suspended for the next match in Copa Italia next year, right? Which, who uh, knows? Yes. Probably, you know, a Parma. If he or comes a... back next year. He's going to come back next year, I think. I hope. We need him. But yeah, guys, what do you think with Liao's performance today and against Antalanta, like I'm disappointed in him. Even though like he couldn't do too much today, I just feel like he needs to do more though. Like you know, sometimes I'm, he shows shades of Niang 2.0, and sometimes yeah. he looks like Ronaldinho playing for PSG. Like he exactly. just looks amazing with all that potential. And he's inconsistent. That's the problem. And like. I wish he can perform like how we did last derby in, uh, I believe, October. He can play like that all the time. But I, I think for Saturday, uh, I think I'd rather have Rebic starting as a left winger. I think Rebic should be getting oh, the start. I think, no, I think Rebic is always first choice. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. I think Rebic is always first choice. But I think Rebic, he, he might have had some COVID symptoms. You know what I mean? There's a lot of players been affected from COVID. If they had actually, if they were sick, they're, um, they weren't able to work out at all. So maybe he's still um, kind of recovering in a way to only put yeah. only put in like, you know, 30, 40 minutes. But Rebic, our best lineup, guys, it's, it's pretty simple. Our best lineup is uh, Donnarumma with Calabria, Romagnoli, Kier, Teo, Kessi, Benacer, Salamaker, Celanogu, Rebic, Ibra. That's our best lineup. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The issue is, is that we haven't had that lineup since what? Uh, beginning of November? Yeah. So, yeah. And the fact that we're still where we are right now without all those guys, and thank we, we're getting Benacer back for the weekend, but uh, hopefully Chilinogu tests negative because we, we could really use him. Um, and again, not bashing Brahim. I like Brahim a lot. I hope we redeem him, to be honest with you. So um, it looks like Tomori might have to start with Romagnoli. I don't know. There's not, nothing about uh, Simon Kier right now. I'm trying to... Look him up. And- I just found out that it was just a thigh problem. So I think they're going to evaluate him uh, tomorrow morning. Who said Antonio Vitiello? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Also, you know what? What's amazing? The, the hype over Hakimi. Honestly, Teo is just better than him. And, you know, and Inter fans can disagree, but Teo, like, you know, we've seen two of them match up. And at this point, I still think the first time Teo just outclassed him, and then Hakimi didn't really do <laughs> anything. I, I just think the overall oh, best. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh just comes in with the fire. With the absolute the... fire. Josh, what are your thoughts on the match today? I, I can already, feel you, bro. I can, I can already imagine what uh, what your thoughts are on the match. Why don't you tell us? And we'll, bring, we'll bring in you and talk about what you wanted to say. Yeah, Marco, sorry. Go ahead. No, let's hear what Josh has to say. All I have to say is Theo's world world class, but I think the Lord had a great game. The defensively, I think we were fine. They just got those two set pieces that gave them the win. They didn't score from open play like you guys said earlier. Yeah, and uh, showed that that. they struggled against a 10-man team that we we're missing Kier, we're missing Ibra, we're missing Benesser, we're missing Hakan. Okay. And then we got Manzukic yep. too. You throw in Manzukic in there. And then you know what they got problems into to deal with. So I think yeah. the benefit actually, the bright side is we can focus on Serie A and Europa at this point, and uh, we'll just move on. But uh, Leon needs to realize his potential consens- consistently. Right now, he is too streaky in form. I completely agree with you, Liam. Uh, Liao is very inconsistent, and uh, I I think he just needs to have more confidence. And his decision making, because he would stride forward, but then sometimes he wouldn't know what to do. And then his final pass in the final third would kind of just let him up. And I think he needs to just have better decision making in the final third, especially. Yeah, no, uh, like, I, I agree with that. Like, it's gotta send him to Genoa on loan. <laughs> no, oh, no. Actually, <laughs> it's, 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 it's about some Mercato news too. Uh, we sent Lolo Colombo. Uh, which is good. I think it's good for him to uh, just a dry loan until June, right? So minutes get some minutes in him. I think he's. I think he has potential to be 
a player in like a squad, you know, rotational center forward. I think he's he's built big Betania boy. 2.0. Betania 2.0. But those guys can be useful though, Umbi. So I know, um, yeah. And hey, then Cremonese are like very close to relegation too. Yeah. And uh and they uh we also were selling uh, Motel Musacchio to Lazio for nothing free. Um would have liked if we can recruit a couple million for him, but uh I guess not. Um I guess the most important thing there was saving that dirty the yeah, Lordi, the five million euros total that they pay him. We pay no. No, because Lordi, so basically he collects so in Italy it's weird how they do it. So they they announce the salaries after tax cuts. Okay. So he makes two point five after tax cuts. Yeah. So what is what, what about like so what, five like million if, total? U.S. dollars. No. No. You telling really? me to cut off fifty percent? In Italy, yeah. In Italy, they cut I, I off. I knew 50% they cut off a decent. I knew they cut off a decent chunk. No, anything but. over uh, two, everything, anything over one hundred and seventy-five thousand euros. I'm ninety-nine point eight percent sure. I'm giving you a Galliani uh, measurement right there. Ninety-nine point eight percent sure. Um, you get taxed over forty-eight percent. Yeah, I'm just it's seeing, ridiculous. Uh, Josh says, uh, "I think teams like Inter and Juve better thank God we haven't been at full strength." I love the um, Raptors jersey on him. Yeah, good Raptors jersey, man. Let's go. Uh, also, Mite doesn't need to be on the pitch for us again. He's pretty careless. Yeah, like honestly, I don't, I don't agree with anything you just said there. Um, no, I'll pass yeah, we agree. I'll pass on the Marco and and let him uh, let him talk to you. To what? What, like, what do you think of what Josh is saying? I listen today, Josh, and you've seen it too. Uh, Miete lost the ball so many times. Inter could have scored on the breakaway with the balls that he gave up. And I think his decision making, his touch is awful. Um, he's like he's a wannabe Kessie at this point, and he's trying to copy <laughs> Kessie's hair. He's trying to copy like honestly, Kessie just destroys him overall. So he's always had that hair. He has the he has the weekend hair. Let's see the weekend. Yeah, hair. he's trying to be the weekend and Kessie combined. Listen, he can go perform at the Super Bowl, but get him off Milan at this point because I think we don't need another player like Kessie is the overall tank. We need a uh, you know another Benesser on the bench, you know. I think that's another yeah. midfielder that we need, like another type of Benesser. Lucas Torreira. Yeah, I listen. Torreira would have been nice. I think that would. Be hey, nice. but hey, I don't know. I just think that I just think that you know, our squad is as strong as it's been for the past what, let's say six, seven years, um, and you know it's nice, but like. DeVry just said, you know, we believed it and we deserved it. Like, what? Like, enough of this now. Like, don't say, you know what? T take your win, but don't say, like, you didn't deserve it. You you frick, you couldn't score an open play against 10 men and open play goal against 10 men. What do you mean you deserved it? Like, come on. Don't be oh, like I, I got a question for you. Do you think if, like, I'm just reading off Josh's last comment right there, you think at the end with 10 men, if we have uh, it made somewhat of a difference. Your uh, your microphone like glitched out there. What was the like the middle part you said? Like, what, what was the main part of your question? Didn't hear it. Manzukic instead of Rebic at the end. Do you think that would have made if a he difference? was healthy? If he was healthy, yeah, yeah. No, because like I can see why you put Rebic BS. on. Oh, yeah, it was. I think that game was that game. Obviously, I think Valeri had a wager on it. Um, and Jordan, no Great problem. Great job, man. Jordan. Cheers, um, buddy. Cheers, Jordan. Thanks for listening. Listen, Thank uh, you, Jordan. we'll be having another podcast a couple weeks at least, so just stay tuned. Eh? Thanks, Jordan. Um, I think you put on Rebic because when you're playing with 10 men, you literally have, you're forced to just literally just play on the counter. So that means that with Manzukic, you can't really play on the counter with someone like Mario Manzukic, right? So you play like Rebic, you just kind of like the one, I think it was, was it Krunic or Mite? We got the ball. And Rebic started just book. He booked it, and he didn't turn around and get yeah. the ball because his. I think his pilot's instructions were: we get the just ball, run the run. straight line. We're gonna put it over the top. Maybe he can get to you because Rebic is faster than all those guys back there, right? So he is. Yeah, I he's think, a speed demon in yeah, FIFA. <laughs> I, I think in that situation, I like Rebic. Um, but Manzukic in a physical derby would have been beautiful for today in general. If if we didn't go down to ten men, I would have loved to yeah. see. I would love to see like a cameo from Manzukic in twenty five minutes. 
Um, and, here's my other, here's my, and here's my other question too. I wanted to ask you guys and, and the listeners and please guys comment in the chat. Let's have a chat. Um, are you guys kind of happy that Inter ended it without us having this play 30 minutes of extra time with 10 men? Yeah. Like, yeah, I would have rather think, Milan lost with in 90 minutes than in 120 or in a penalty shootout. Like, do you think, yeah, but the problem is if we would play for penalties, it's 50, 50, it doesn't matter about 10 men. Yeah. But oh, yeah, 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 okay. our guys would have been tired out though. I like, think about it. Like to, if you sit on the attack the whole time, it doesn't really tire you out as much. And when you're just sitting there defending for 35 minutes, 40 minutes, it tires you out like hell. Yeah. So, but here's, Thing. here's the thing i think listen you uh, no matter what the performance is you go to penalties anyone can win in penalties and at that point with tata how he was performing all game we had a good chance of winning in penalties i'm not gonna lie you did man the guy could oh. i could save everything and andrew andrew galvina says yes i said to my boy i'm happy they scored an extra time one less competition to worry about you know what andrew honestly i kind of agree because you know a lot of people forget about europa league right when they have that two month two two and a half month break you know we're gonna we're gonna start to be playing Sunday Thursday Sunday Thursday, you know what I mean? Like or Friday Thursday fr- Saturday third like you know it what I'd be mean? playing three games in literally one week from Sunday to Saturday, which would have been terrible. Well, it's gonna be three games a week. It's gonna be Sunday then Thursday then probably the next Sunday. So a lot of travel, um, and like and that's why. Like guys like Francesi, man, like that guy's a beast, right? He plays what? He plays like he plays the most minutes in Europe every year, for sure. Yeah, it's There's other no him way. and Romagnoli, really. Yeah, him and Romagnoli play a lot of minutes. And and Kessi, like just what a what a warrior, what a player. If we can thank Mira Badley and Fasone for anything, it's gonna be him, right? Him and Chalanoglu. But um yeah, and I agree. Uh, Liam, Liam says that uh um 30 minutes would have been futile, futile, futile and training legs, energy levels. You're right. And then the Josh says, I never want to lose, especially the Inter. Plus, I could use more Milan matches a week to watch. It's true. You're right. Yeah. I agree. It's not, honestly, it's nice with this, these packed schedules. The games are, uh, feels like every four days, every three, every three, four days, we got to watch Milan, especially this year. We've had a lot of success so far. Um, we just got to, we just got to, uh, you know what, just go out there on, on, are we on Saturday? Saturday, 9 a.m. In uh, yep. Eastern time, we got to go out there against Bologna and we got to be cutthroat. We got to go out there, we got to score early and score often. Um, don't yeah, let Bologna no. in the game at all. Um, go out there, get three points. Inter gets three points too, maybe. I think they're against uh, who they got Benevento, maybe Inzaghi can do us a favor. I right, listen, oh. that would be great. Inzaghi, come on. Hey man, we you know what? we yeah. argued all these years which games make the most difference. This is gonna prove Bologna. it. Milan can get if Bologna. Milan can get nine points out of nine in these next three City A matches of theirs. Yeah. I think magical. I would go as far as saying if we can get nine and nine in the next three matches, a top four spot is very, very likely. Well, I don't know if you've seen that report, but um who's that who's that I- Italian commentator that says he looks like Andrew Levine? What's his name? Um, oh my god! Um, you know uh, who I'm talking about. Uh, it's um, is it is it Tancredi Palmieri? Tanc- yes, oh, Tancredi. Yes. So <laughs> I remember I remember seeing a stat he put on. Like this was back in yeah, I think it could have been like the first few days of January, and it was like the headline was Clamoroso, like shockingly, if Milan win this game, they'll qualify for the Champions League. So basically, anyone who's finished in the anyone who's finished. The halfway point at the top of the league in Italy has only once since like 1950 or 1960, only once has not made the Champions League. Yeah, but it's so so much more tight this year. It it is, and yeah, hopefully, like I've been saying a lot of stuff right now. Hopefully, I'm not jinxing it. But hey, man, like I'm confident that this Milan team can can do it. Maybe Maldini just brings in another couple of emergency loans, you know, to just Jeez. give give Pioli more options. According to uh, according to Italian Football TV, they just tweeted that they tweeted the whole fight with Ibra and Lukaku, and they said like, you know, the same thing we said. Gazeta said. Then they said Lukaku when he walked in the tunnel added, "You want to speak with my mother? You sob, I'll shoot you in your head." Oh man, he said. And that if that's not, how do you not get sent off for that? That's a threat. Yeah, it's you can't do that. You can't, exactly like you said. And VAR, we listen. If we could hear everything they said, the refs over there heard everything. So that's what's amazing. That 
All right, if you want to give them a red, give Ibra and Lukaku a red, make it a 10 v 10 and call it a day. You know what I mean? But yeah. then, that's what, like, if you're going to do something right, then give Ibra a red and give Lukaku a red. That's the right thing to do then because both of them said shit that they shouldn't have said. And that's what should have been done. And that's what's mm-hmm. disgusting because I think if you do say that stuff in the English Premier League and they hear all that, like, I'm sure you would have, like, four-game match ban or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the referee just gives him a yellow card after saying that. Listen, at that point, I would be fine with 10v10. I would be fine with that. It's an even match. Take two of the best players out of the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't want – I don't. to be honest with you, I don't want, any, I don't want anyone to uh, – I don't want to see anybody sent off unless it's a – like I think Liam noted earlier, like unless it's like a pure goal scoring opportunity, a malicious challenge, or like something incredibly stupid, like going up and like everyone next is like try to like slice the guy's neck off, like against Lazio. Unless it's that, like a red card shouldn't be shouldn't be, and or unless you're on a yellow and you literally pull a guy back, like a tactical foul when he's on like a two on a three on two or something like that. Those are the only way. Um, you can you should be able to get sent off, especially in a big match like this, a derby. Like you don't think referees like they dream of ref in the derby, no? Like you don't think they they should say to themselves, okay, I don't, I don't want to make this match about me. And that's why it's like, are these refs that bad, or is there is there another is, is someone on Bet three six five? Is someone on Bet three six five and told them, hey, I picked Inter for money line, I hammered Inter money line. <laughs> Galchopoli <laughs> at its finest. Umbi likes that. Galchopoli <laughs> at its finest. Hammer the money line. Yeah, Josh, you're right. With Conte, he doesn't intimidate the ref and he bullies them. Um, and Conte actually got sent off on the weekend against Udinese. He went off against. Uh, <laughs> was it? Oh, what ref was it? Was it Matsara? Oh, I don't know. What referee was it? I, I can look right now before we, we're gonna we're gonna end it off in a couple minutes here. I just wanted to see just. I'm curious now. The ma- the official was uh, Fabio Maresca. Maresca, you guys know Maresca, yeah. And then and Conte said it's always you, Maresca. It's always you. I always have an issue with you. <laughs> and there was a huge fight there. And I don't know. I was just honestly, I just think that today we have to push aside. As a fan, I'm pretty angry, but not not just because we lost, because we lost because of the like Andrew just said, one side refereeing. Um, and like, I don't know. But that wasn't, yeah, like, I hate to admit it, that was not the only reason we lost. You, like, but like Milan. But, but what do you they, mean? They, why, though? If you just go look at the stats. Like, yeah, if but, you go look no, at the stats. You can't look at the saying, stats. You can't ref- look at the stats. The referees are not the only reason we lost today. Like, no, Milan, I don't, the second I don't, half I don't know if I poorly. agree. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. No, but Umbi, Zlatan got sent off in the 58th minute. Yeah, it looks like they gave up Milan after that point. You can't you can't win a match with ten men. Yes, you can. You can win it with nine. Well, I mean, to be fair, we didn't concede until the like they they didn't score an open open play goal. I have to agree, like with Umbi, that all right, you we're playing with ten men, but at the same he time, might as well just go all out at this point, yeah, but, like with ten, throwing with attackers. Men, yeah, but you have the lead. You have the lead too. But yeah, but with ten men, we had nothing. Like absolutely nothing. Like at least with ten men, make an effort to go up, have a shot or something. Like no one did anything, and we were just defending at that point. So yeah, but you're that. right. But that's how it, that's what happens when it's thirty minutes left, and you're down, and you're up. You have a lead, and you're playing against a strong team. That 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 I wasn't surprised about that. We were, and Andrew said we were good defensively, guys. We were good defensively. We were, and then then those yeah those few but it's, mistakes. But it's a penalty, but it wasn't even. But guys, the, the penalty the and the foul was a referee making the game about himself. I don't know. I just think. Maybe it's better for our mental health if we just stop talking about it. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah. and even, and even Liam just said, "You can." Win Liam's disagreeing with everything I'm saying today. I love it. But he said, "If you're not, if you were not penalized for every single physical tackle, which we were, every single yeah. contact for Inter was a, a foul. For us, it wasn't. Um, we we, we do have more that, we, we do need more yeah. discipline because we do ben have break. fifty yellow cards in nineteen games. But guys, we're gonna end it off here. Um, to everybody who talked in the chat." That was Grazie. amazing. Had a lot of fun. Um, we love really you. fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, follow us. Uh, we're gonna have an alternative commentary video coming out maybe tomorrow or the next day. Um, yeah, you know, it's been getting a really good response and everybody's liking it. So hopefully you guys do too. Um, subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube. That's where this podcast will be. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys later. Milan Bologna on Saturday. 
Umbi Marco, thanks for coming out again. And, uh, and, and again, everybody in the chat, really good discussion. You know, if you ever guys want to talk, you know, send us a DM on Twitter. We'll always respond. So yeah, we'll end it off guys. I'll say ciao myself. Great talking. Okay. Ciao, guys. Ciao.